Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today, I've got a treat for you. It's not a very long episode, but it's an interview with a virtual assistant, a VA from the Philippines who's serving one of the students in our community. As you're likely aware, if you've listened to a few episodes lately, we have a new program called Proven Replens VA. ProvenReplensVA.com is the website where we get you a virtual assistant who's been trained by us, who can source profitable inventory the way we always talk about around here. You know, all the hundreds of success story interviews from this podcast. Those people are all building replens businesses on Amazon. That means they're finding the underserved listings on Amazon and buying the product that's needed to serve that listing well, the customers who are eager to buy those products. So one of the ways you can automate that business model is to hire somebody else to do the sourcing for you. The beautiful thing about working with folks in the Philippines, there's many, many things that makes it a beautiful arrangement. But among the things that make it the best possible arrangement is the US dollar goes so far in the Philippines. One US dollar converts, as you'll hear today, to about 50 pesos in the local currency, over 50. So most people in the Philippines right now are earning about $1 US per hour. <laughs> That's the average wage. So if you can pay someone $4 or more or something in the 4 or $5 range per hour, you've created an incredible opportunity for many, many people. So we're tapping into folks who speak English very well. They love using the internet. They're tech savvy. They have internet access. They're learning tools like Keepa and RevSeller, as you'll hear today, as we discuss with Rosemarie, the different tools that she's learned in becoming a great virtual assistant for the student in our community, the proven Amazon course student who hired her. Now, one of the beautiful things about the arrangement we have through our program is if you hire a virtual assistant through our program, they work only for you. They're not working for a whole bunch of other Amazon sellers and sharing all your information with all the other sellers. No, they're working just for you, building your business with you. And when you do the math, it really makes a lot of sense to pay somebody a few dollars per hour to work hard. In this case, Rosemarie from the Philippines works 30 hours per week for Jerry. That's the seller in our community. And she finds around, I think the average we said was 25 to 30 new replens every week on average. That's tremendous. Those are new streams of income. Every replen she finds is a new stream of income for Jerry. What an incredible opportunity. It's just such a, as Rosemarie said today, it's a win-win opportunity. And I completely agree. She loves her job. She loves the flexibility of it. She had to step out of her teaching career, as she'll explain today, and had to find something. She was out of work in a country, in an economy where the average salary is a dollar a day. She was out of work. You're going to love meeting this lady who's now excited who's building a growing business along with her American friend. Yes, they're friends now. They talk on Skype and stay in communication. What an incredible story. What an incredible time to be alive and have these kinds of opportunities. So I'm hoping after you've heard this, if you've stepped into our proven Amazon course training and your business is starting to grow at all, or maybe you're struggling finding products, you might consider hiring a proven replens VA virtual assistant. There's links to all of this in the show notes, of course. Enjoy this interview with my new friend in the Philippines, Rosemary. Rosemary, welcome to the podcast. 
Hello. Thank you for uh, this opportunity, Jim. I'm so glad to be here today. It's an honor to have you here. We've heard such great things about the work that you and, and so many others on our team are doing, but we wanted to get one of you to tell your story. So let's hear a little bit about you. Tell us about yourself. So I live here in the Philippines and before I became an Amazon virtual assistant, I worked as a teacher for more than six years, almost seven years. And I'm also a professional teacher, a licensed professional teacher. So before the pandemic happens, my daily routine was to go to the school and then prepare everything else and check all the records for the students and at the same time checking everything and making some assessments so and then after that i decided to become an let's say a home base uh, school teacher because i've been teaching two years in a private school and then i decided to become a freelance tutor for two years i was a homeschool teacher for two years also when the pandemic happens. That's the end also in my career as a homeschool teacher. So I shifted to online freelancing, which is an ESL. So it's a very tough journey for me because before I became an ESL teacher, I was unemployed for a few months. And then I have to wait for another month again to to wait for my schedule since I'm also a part-time college instructor uh, working and uh, juggling my work as a part-time uh, college instructor and at the same time as an ESL teacher, it's a very tough um, transition because I used to be on the field and then and I need to shift to online. So before I landed to uh, freelancing and when you Amazon. Say- ESL, that's English as second language. Is that correct? Yes, English, secondary language. Uh, gotcha. My former students uh, were Vietnamese. Uh, so that tells us a little bit about you professionally. And I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I know it's been the pandemic, the last three years have shifted a lot of people into new opportunities, new challenges, new things they had to figure out in their life. So well done. <laughs> it seems like you've You've come through, at least you've found some stability, right? Through working with us on the on the Amazon businesses. But I want to hear a little bit just a, a briefly about your family. Do you live there by yourself or tell us about your family? So I live with my parents since I'm the only child. So my parents run a small business here in the Philippines. But before our situation getting better, so my family, uh, we I grew up in a family that we are... Uh, our economic status is not really that great. So we used to rent a house. And then uh, when I was uh, high school, so we live in a small house. And that's the time that my family, the business of my family were getting better. That's the time that our economic status also enhanced. So that's why I live in a normal family. So we are just the three of us, my fa- uh, my mother, my father, and I. So basically, I live with them. And you work from home? Yes, that's, yeah, right. Is that pretty typical? Do you have other friends with similar arrangements that, you know, because many people who will be listening to this, they're not familiar with the Philippines at all. And I just want to make sure we we kind of get a feel for 
what the typical experience is. What is what's it like to live in the Philippines as compared to maybe where they are? And we've got listeners all over the world, but tell us a little bit about something. Are you coastal? I know Philippines isn't a, isn't a huge place. Are, are you near the coast? Well, my place is near, it's not really that near to the coast, but it's in the uh, heart of the city. I live in the heart of the city. And however, it is near to the river. That's why we are so prone to uh, floods recently because of the low pressure area that hits in the Philippines. And especially in my area in Mindanao, so that's why every time that I sent, I was not able to work with Jerry. So I would just uh, send her a message. Oh, Jerry, we had a flood here right now. And then, so she, she just only understand my situation because she yes. can relate to it because of the uh, certain situation that happens to her in also in her place. So if I cannot work with her, so I would just work on the weekends. So yeah. that's my typical day. You'll make, up, you'll make up those hours when you can. And, and that's typical of, I know many Filipinos are subject to these strange weather conditions that take down the electric grid or the internet or just for two or three days at a time or maybe longer. Those resources just aren't available to you. So that's one of the things that we explain to all of our, all the sellers in our community when they start hiring virtual assistants is this is part of it. And uh, yeah, typically, you know, I'm sure Jerry's been very understanding and as are all the other sellers, like that's just part of it. We're a very flexible community. We're used to having interruptions that slow our business down for a few days at a time. That's just normal for all of us. So yeah, that's great. Well, I, that strikes me as possibly one of the bigger challenges of the work that you do. But what are some of the challenges that you've come into as an Amazon virtual assistant working for a seller based in another country. What are some of the challenges from your perspective that you've seen? Okay. The challenges for me, it's basically more on the technical side because I have to really work in up to date. But there are times that our internet is not really great here, especially in the Philippines. So there are times that we face a slow internet. So I need to go to some other places that there is a strong connection. So most of the time, I spend my days with my friends since she's living in her apartment. So basically, if there is a no internet connection, uh, for a few days. So I just tell her, hello, Marisa, can I go to your place like that? Because <laughs> right. of my, I don't have any internet for five days or maybe some challenges that one that I need to be more up to date and be more transparent with my clients since we are working in a different schedules. Mm -hmm. So that's a very, one of the uh, challenges to work with that. Yeah. So what time is it there? Right now it's four o'clock in the afternoon for me here. What time is it in the Philippines? It's 4 a.m. here in the Philippines. So you got up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I wish that we would have communicated to you that I could do an evening episode so you could have maybe got a little more sleep. You look like it's the middle of the day. What time do you typically get up? Uh, I, typically, I typically get up at five to six. Okay. Sorry uh, to wake you up early today. Thank you for that. I really <laughs> appreciate that. And I could have waited a couple hours. Maybe it's too late to tell you this, but uh, thank you so much. That means a lot to me that you made that sacrifice for, for the listeners today and for, for our program. Thank you. So tell me about the work that you're doing for the seller you work for. What's your typical routine look like? So my typically routine is since this one is a flexible time. So most of the time I 
in the afternoon till evening. So it's going to be based on how strong the internet is. So I work with Jerry for 30 hours. So what I do every day is to find products and different suppliers and then match it into the Amazon. That's really fit to the criteria. So that's basically my uh, daily routine to research product that is a great sell. At the same time, it's a great uh, product so that it can really help uh, Jerry's business. And what tools are you using to help make those decisions? Okay, I'm using uh, one of the most common tool, which is Kipa. Kipa, it's a great tool to really know the history, the BSR, uh, how many sales in a month, and who's the uh, who's the seller who holds the buy box. So it really helps me to really analyze those graphs. And then at the same time, I'm also using RevSeller. Okay, and a RevSeller, those are the two tools. So basically, I also use some some other tools extension, just like um, DS Amazon. QuickView uh, and other tools that's really helped me to find uh, profitable products. So there are some things that I also do, um, just like Scam Advisor, which really helped me to check if this, uh, the website is really legit or maybe if I'm not really convinced in the Scam Advisor, I will go to the, uh, the social media, just like Facebook, to check if there is a specific... Um, I'm also looking for the comments of the... Uh, customers that really order in a specific supplier so that it makes right. everything. So when you're looking for online sources to buy products, you want to make sure you're buying them from a legitimate source. The website is, you know, not a scam account or a scam website, but a good source. So you're doing all kinds of, of checks for the seller yes. to help protect their business, right? Yeah. 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 Before I put that one on the spreadsheet, I have to make it sure that everything is uh, the same, the size, the weight, and even also the uh, the product label is not. It's everything must be good so that uh, it will be avoided if there's any more complaints in the future. Yeah, that's great. And and you know the listeners that will be hearing this program, I think one of the things they're going to be impressed by is one. You just rattled off several tools and a competency that's impressive in understanding the replens Amazon business and just how much value you bring for what some people might perceive to be a somewhat sensitive topic. But I want to talk to you about what your pay rate is. And if you would do us the favor of putting it in perspective compared to like the other jobs you've had, the other opportunities that are around you, just speak from the heart on the payment arrangement. You don't have to tell us how much you make. That's fine. We we know approximately what that would be, but around $4 an hour is what is typical. So if you're comfortable sharing it, that's great. But talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. So the pay rate that I receive, it's also the same of the rate that I used to have when I was still teaching in kids. So since I'm still uh, starting in a freelancing, so my rate, I consider that one as a decent rate because in the Philippines, if you will base it one, it's quite, uh, it's bigger compared to the rate here in the Philippines. The conversion rate, it, it's, it's quite friendly from my understanding. Yes. Could you tell me like how far $10 US would go? Like what, what could you do with $10 US 
typically? Like, tell me, like if you went to the store, what all could you buy? Or if you, if you went to a restaurant, how many people would eat? Just help, help us get some perspective on that. So for the $10, I think it's really, it's a decent already for, for those people who can really eat in a specific restaurant. If I, $10, it's uh, common for those who can afford it. But for those people who cannot really afford it, they have to really be, uh, let's say, in doubt if they want to really eat in that specific restaurant. They eat at home a lot more, typically. Yes. Right. Because... The $10, it's already a rate for the minimum wage earner for one day in the Philippines. For one day only. That's why... $10 pay for one day would be pretty typical? Yes, it's a minimum wage already in the Philippines. Right, right. So you've got a lot of people working seven, eight, nine-hour days for around $10. Yes. And that's that's a typical job, right? So anything more than that, you start to scale up into significant opportunities. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that helps us paint some, some perspective. And I think the, the conversion rate into what's the name of the local currency. I apologize. I can't recall. It's a Philippine, uh, Philippine peso. It's a Philippine peso. peso. Okay. Yes. So in Mexico, it's the peso in the Philippines. Paso is how you pronounce it. Paso. Okay. So what is the conversion rate? Do you happen to know offhand? In the Philippines, if it's converted in the Philippines, I think one dollar is is converted to fifty pesos. That is common here. Fifty pesos. But since yes, fifty pesos. But since uh, it's the rate right now in one dollar to Philippine peso, it's I think it's higher. It's in between fifty one to fifty two pesos. Understood. Right now. Yeah. So it it kind of ranges from high forties to low fifties is kind of the typical range. It's a little higher right now. Well, that, that helps us. I appreciate that perspective. Thank you for that. And, and you know, our goal here, obviously, we have several virtual assistants that work for our my company. We have a huge community of people who use virtual assistants. And it just, it's thrilling to us to think, man, we're creating opportunity for people on other sides of the planet, other parts of the world, where those few dollars we spend per hour can really go a long way and really not only help us build our business, but change and impact the lives of people who are working very hard to help us accomplish our goals. So well done. It's beautiful. And I, I just want to, you know, one of my goals of having this episode today is to put a real face to the great virtual assistants that are working for our community saying, hey, a few dollars goes a long way. And if you continue to work hard and, and help Jerry grow her business, well, there's more money there for you. And I know all the sellers in our community have that same attitude. Let's let's grow together. Let's let's do something together. So this is beautiful. Well, do you think that uh, more Amazon sellers should hire virtual assistants that have been trained the way you have? I know you know Kyle and you have several other people that maybe you, I don't know how often you see them or talk to them, other virtual assistants, but are you thinking there's more room for opportunity here? Yes, of course, because since I'm also one of the uh, part of this community that was uh, this given the opportunity, so I definitely agree that they can really help other VAs to really earn. And at the same time, they well done in the training. So they will make it sure that in this um, program, before they will be paired with a client, it will undergone a lot of training first. So that it make it sure that the virtual assistant that 
the seller will hire in the future. Well, there's no any complaints at all. Right, right. And your attitude and your commitment to excellence just comes through. And I know a lot of the virtual assistants that we've trained are part of helping train the new ones that are coming in as well. So just it's this snowball of opportunity, if that analogy makes sense. I don't know. You guys probably don't get snow in in the Philippines, do you? Maybe up in the mountains. It's always hot here. Yeah, exactly. But you know, the analogy of, you know, a snowball rolling downhill just kind of gets bigger and bigger. So as as we're working together, their trainers become really good at training new virtual assistants who become trainers. And it's just a it's an ever expanding opportunity for everyone involved. Our our community has successful business owners who are served by an ever-increasingly large number of Filipino virtual assistants. I see a lot of um a lot of future great relationships and opportunity for everybody involved. So thank you for being a part of the first handful of virtual assistants that we trained. How much time would you say you've put into learning and studying Amazon at this point? And it's a rough estimate, but I'm just wondering how much time have you spent learning new tools, training uh, all together up until today, from when you started till today, how much time have you spent? Just take an estimate. I'm curious. So basically, I since I want to improve more of my skills and at the same time, my knowledge. So I study, I think it will be range 30 to one hour. It will always depend on my mood. If I really want to really uh, go deeper, I always watch on YouTube, watch testimonials and what are the other tools that really can help for my client's future business. I'm actually... I'm doing some tactical arbitrage. I'm doing a self-based learning about it because I wanted to really learn how that tool works well. What others, um, SAS, I forgot what's the term for that, SAS, and even also the uh, Source Mogu or Helium 10 that's related to the um, Amazon. Yeah, so you're always learning new tools, always expanding your skill set, making yourself more and more valuable for your client. That's that's tremendous. Yeah. So very a very bright economic future, I would think, for you. And and I, I didn't have this on the list of questions that we prepared, but I'm curious, are you developing a relationship with the seller you work for with Jerry? Is describe your relationship. Like, do you guys ever talk over Zoom or is it all just like email and spreadsheets? Most of the time, Jerry and I talk on Skype and we always update to each other. So basically, I was I am the one who's really taking the initiative to talk to her. Mm-hmm. So I just like to say, good morning, this is the list. Or if, if there is any problem at all, I will tell her what's my struggles. And we are exchanging some updates. For example, Jerry will send to me what are the replants that she orders right now that she will deliver to um, Amazon. So our, I think our relationship is getting stronger and getting better every day. Yeah. She already great. addressed me as her friend. <laughs> it's not just only the typical employee employer relationship, but she already considered me as part of her team in her family mm. and also her friend. So it's yes. a really a great one for me also. Well, we try to foster that type of attitude in our community that it, these aren't people who work for you, no matter where they're located. It could be people here in our warehouse or in another country working virtually. That is your team. And I know personally, 
my attitude is I'm here to serve. As the business owner, I'm here to serve all the people that work for me. I want to make their lives better. If if I can sell a profitable product and make the lives better for my employees and build relationships with them, that's the ideal scenario. And a lot of people in our community have that same attitude. So it doesn't surprise me that Jerry's that kind of person as well. And there's a lot of really good, high quality people in this community. I appreciate you sharing that. Well, one of the last questions I think we're going to hit, unless something else comes of this, what tips do you have for an Amazon seller who wants to hire a virtual assistant or in working with one? You know, What kind of things make life easier for, for both parties? Just talk us through that since you've done some of it now. So for hiring a virtual assistant, I think it's very helpful for the Amazon sellers because they will not do any more sourcing. So they already impart those tasks or disseminate the tasks to a virtual assistant. And since this virtual assistant is well-trained well, so I think they can really do better and then find great products to expand their business more. And then if they will hire a lot of um, Amazon, uh, I mean to say that Amazon virtual assistant, then their business will get uh, bigger more and more. So if you're going to start Basically, if you was just only starting, you have to do everything from the prep center, from the, um, the sourcing. So if you hire a virtual assistant, your task will be much more easier since uh, this kind of skill, it needs takes time, more patience. It's You need to make it sure that you have to have more time in searching uh, more products for this. So it's a great one to hire a virtual assistant. Yeah, it's a it, great opportunity. Also, it's a win-win situation. I it think. truly is. I meant to ask you, you. You said you're working about thirty hours a week for Jerry. How many ASINs do you find in a typical day or week, just on average? On average, for these days, I think I can find. Uh, it's in between. If it's a really great day, I can find ten or nine. But if it's not really that great, there are times that it's really say that it's really hard for me to find, even though I already work for six hours. There are times that I can find two or three products in a day. Yeah. So over the course of a week, five to seven a day, something like that is an average, you know, 25 to 30 a week wouldn't be unreasonable, right? Just to kind of put a number to it so people can kind of know what to expect. And and that's tremendous. That is a that is a great business model. If you can find 20 to 25 replens a week, you've got a fantastic, rapidly growing, rapidly scaling business with this model. So great job. And I know it's not easy to do the tedious work of looking for replens and looking for, you just said six hours, looking for six hours and finding nothing's frustrating. But then you'll have those other times where within an hour, you found four or five. And those, those times are rewarding. But... I appreciate the the diligence that uh, you know the hard work that you put into doing it with excellence, and you're just one of many that we've trained at this point. And I love that we've got some big plans in the future as well to continue to expand your skill set so you can perform even more functions and become even more valuable of a team member to the great sellers like Jerry in our community. So, well, anything else on your mind before we start to wrap this one up, Rosemary? It was really good getting to know you a little bit. I don't have any more questions about this. It's a great opportunity, by the way. Thank you for um, inviting me in this podcast. I hope that 
you will get something from the perspective here in the Philippines, hiring VA here in the Philippines. I think it's going to have a far bigger impact than uh, either one of us realize at this point. Because again, it's, it's putting a, a name and a face to something that we've talked about a lot in our community, but it just makes it, it makes it more human, if that makes sense. And I think that's going to be very compelling for many people to, to be exposed to. So, well, it was great hanging out with you and uh, I really appreciate your time, Rosemary. I think we can go ahead and uh, call this an episode at this point. So thanks for, thanks for spending time with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.